Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How about yourself? Good, good. It's it's October 16th today, and we're on Season 3, Episode number 48. This is the Sports Only Edition. We've got lots to cover. Uh, baseball, of course, a lot of football, and a lot of high school. High school and college stuff, yep, yep. We're all Very busy yeah, we're here. Of course, um, I got a trivia question we could start the show off with. Yeah, let's fire with that first. In 1988, which major league pitcher, which pitcher in 1988 in the postseason threw a shutout in both the playoffs and in the World Series? The only person to do so at the time, to pitch a shutout in the postseason playoffs, back then it was just the championship series. Yeah, East against the West, yeah. And the and the World Series. So two shutouts, one in each. Um, so we'll come back and answer that, but that's 1988. All right. All right. Now the other thing on this day, Andy, if you weren't, if you weren't aware, which team won the World Series in 1969 on this very date? You got to believe. The Mets. 100 to 1 odds preseason coming in to win the World Series, and they stunned the world. Tug McGraw, you got to believe. Oh, yes. You got to believe. You got to believe. And now who's his uh, Tug McGraw? Oh, His his kid does okay in the country music scene. That's right. That's right. All right. I'll hand it over to you for some some high school sports. Yes, high school sports. Flip uh, flip on my screen there, and we'll we'll get to it here. Get my stuff over here. I click that button. All right, here we go. We start with high school football. There was game Thursday. Well, there was more games Thursday, but ones that we're going to cover here. Mary Luther gets shut out by Luster Prairie at the time in one A. This was number two against number seven, I believe. Mary Luther was okay. Now you go Friday. You're going, Andy, why are we talking about Kibble and Bold? We don't care. Yes, we do. Bold was ranked number one in 1A going into this weekend. So, Lester Prairie at two getting the win. Looks like the Bulldogs will take over number one when the rankings come out. Minnetonka loses a close one to Centennial 8-7. Ian Prairie over Edina. Anytime Edina loses, I'll like to show that. Guardtown Mayor over Holy Family, 49-12. to Parker's Prairie loses 32 to 18 in New York Mills, and Waconia puts up the double nickels, as we like to say. 55 to 7 over St. Louis Park. Wow. Now, here's some of the conference standings right now. The East Central, the South part, there's Watertown Mayor in third at 4 and 1. Um, 6 and 1 overall, 4 and 1 in the conference. Behind New London Spicer and Dasso Cocado, all 6 and 1 overall, but. So kind of a split there in the conference, how they're all sitting. The Metro Gold South, Ian Prairie, second place behind Rosemont. I mean, not saying Ian Prairie always wins. Sometimes it might be a game behind, but they're two games behind Rosemont. So keep that in mind. Prior Lake, who started out hot, is back at 4-3 and three overall, 3-3 three and three in the conference. So that's kind of make up for a nice little – we're just a week or two away from the playoffs here for high school football, so they're getting close. The Mid-Southeast Red, there's Luster Prairie in first, Mary Lutheran second, but this is uh, including the game. So they'll have a two-game lead there. So that opens that up a little bit for them. And then Northwest-South, you got Newark Mills at 6-1 and one overall. Wadena also 6-1 and one right there. 
Go to the, go to the U. We'll go downtown to the big campus for us to cover their sports. Yeah, those those football score fourteen to twenty six. Yeah, uh, hmm. I, I watched a bunch of this, Andy. It it was uh, kind of depressing, but it it, it should have been like fifty five to fourteen Illinois, but just seems like the Gophers couldn't do nothing right. And... No, no. So here we are in the West Division of the Big Ten. There's Illinois on top, Purdue, Nebraska, Northwestern, then Minnesota at one and two in the conference. Which, the sad thing is, at this point in the season, we want to see Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin standings, but not as the bottom three teams. Correct. Uh, I've got a comment. I've got a comment on that too, Andy. If yeah. you have a minute, we said at the beginning of the year the West is kind of up for grabs. The biggest challenge uh, for the Gophers, who who could win it who could win the West very easily at the beginning of the season. The toughest challenge was to beat Iowa and Wisconsin. Yep. And they haven't even played them yet, and we've got two losses. Now, look what Illinois has done coming out of nowhere. Their yep. three wins are against Minnesota, Iowa, and Wisconsin, the toughest three potentially in the conference. Right. The three. They already had those wins out of the way. Yep. That They're sitting uh, very pretty here in the West. Yep, yep. And there's our schedule. We got Penn State, Rutgers, Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, Wisconsin. And those last three games, I put on the social media the other day when they lost to Illinois. I put on Music City Bowl. Here we come because that's what we're going to be stuck playing if we even make that. If we even make Correct. that. Correct. Hockey was off for the week. They got two against North Dakota for the men. Um, the standings are they haven't played anyone conference. So it's just been. Ohio State and Wisconsin with two games played, and you can see Ohio State beat them. So they're first, and everybody else is second. Um, overall, though, Minnesota is 3-1. and one. Ohio State 4-1-1. One one. Penn State, Michigan ahead of them. The Gals, they did a home-and-home home with the Mavericks. They took the first one, 11 donut. Then they came home and let the Mavericks score a little bit, but still won 9-4. So we swept the Mavericks. Next week we do a – or we – they do a home-and-home home with St. Cloud State. So we'll be at St. Cloud on Friday, then here Saturday at Ritter. Here's the WCHA points and standings right now. Ohio State 1, Gophers 2, Wisconsin 3. So big games coming up. They see uh, St. Cloud State's down there at 5th. Not doing so well this year. Not doing so well. And then there's the Beavs next to last. Thank God for St. Thomas. The Beavers aren't in last place. And here's some volleyball. Ohio State takes on the Gulfs. Three donut. But then we came back and got revenge that same Saturday on the volleyball side. We beat Illinois 3 nothing there for women's volleyball. That's not all the Big Ten's the top five schools there, of course. Nebraska, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Purdue, and us. Next two this week, away at Iowa City, and then number nine, Purdue, at home. All right, Dan, I'm not happy. I'm, I'm concerned. First, it was the Mets last week, and now this week the Bison lose to the Bunnies. Boy. In the title dome. I, I cried, Dan. I'm sure you wept. I, I, I wept. It's been a tough couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been ugly. It's been real ugly here. Um, the Shadow Studios um, uh, 
had intern Lisa has hidden all sharp objects from me. I should not. <laughs> wow. So, the liquor cabinet's been locked and the key's hidden. That's not been safe. Uh, the bison did, did, I don't know what to say. Second half, I don't know if they forgot to come out of the locker room or what. They just, Jack Grubbs just picked away. They played a smart game. They picked away, came back, boom, boom, boom. That's what you got to do to win. And they did. So congrats wow. to them. And like I said, yes, I'm upset the bison lost. But like we said last week, it was number one against number three in the nation. So it's not really an upset, but people were upset. Oh, yes. Here's what the standings are in the conference now. South Dakota State won Southern Illinois 2. The Bison dropped a 3 because Southern Illinois is quietly 4-0, 5-2 overall. So with five straight wins. So that's going to make tough for uh, getting some home field for the playoffs when the when the playoffs come around if they get invited at a 3 seed. So who knows? Or third in the conference, who knows? So we will see. See how this affects the rankings coming out later in the week how Southern Illinois goes up, how far the Bison go down. If South Dakota State takes over number one, we'll see. But here's the rest of the Bison schedule. Illinois State, then at Western Illinois, at Southern Illinois, and then home against the Sioux, or whatever they call themselves now. The Beavs, you know, Dan, Paul Bunyans isn't the only axe that gets played for. The Beavers won the axe they have between them and Moorhead State this weekend. Okay. The Axe is back at Bemidji State, or still Bemidji State, because they kind of handled Moorhead State pretty easily there. 46-7. Rest of the schedule for the Beavers rest of the year. Minnesota Duluth, Southwest Minnesota State, Northern State, and U Mary. That Minnesota Duluth game, senior day at the Chet. And they're tied with Minnesota Duluth for the North Division. So very, very big game. Hopefully the Beavs pull that one off and get back-to-back conference titles. That would be nice. There's some Beaver hockey for the men. Like we said, they started the season at Arizona State and split. They were off this week, and then they are at Michigan Tech, the 21st and 22nd. The Gals, like we said, lost Ohio State. Um, they did it actually on Sunday. They were tied at 2-2 at one time in the third, and then Ohio State just, I don't know, flipped the switch or something. And they're at Wisconsin, so tough opponents right off the bat for the girls, but get them done with. Here we go. Here's some soccer scores for the for the Beavs. Um, Southwest Minnesota State and Sioux Falls are victorious over. Next three games to finish off the season at U Mary, home against Minot State, then at Crookston. And here's the standings. Here's top five for the them there. There's the Bees at second, eight, one, and three in the conference, nine and two and four overall. So very important that Minnesota State matchup. Um, they don't have Minnesota State. They got U Mary, Minot State, North. So they got to sweep those three to be looking good. NASCAR, Joey Logano winning today. Russ Chastain second, Kyle Bush, Chase Briscoe, and Denny Hamlin. I don't have pictures over here, but if you look afterwards, Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson kind of got into sophisticates afterwards. So oh, we'll yes. see. Um, NASCAR has not announced any penalties or fines. There'll be fines and suspensions, as Wally Carbo used to say in the AWA days. So we'll see how they handle that one. Now in the playoffs, there's eight racers left, eight car or eight drivers left in these next three races. 
and then the final four go one race. Now, again, when I say final four, everybody still races. All 30 guys are still there, but only four that are in it. As of right now, here's the four that would advance. Joey Logano with his win today. Chastain, Chase Elliott, and Denny Hamlin would advance. The four on the bottom looking up, William Byron, Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, and Christopher Bell. Two more races in this round, Homestead down in Miami, then Martinsville, and then November 6th is the championship, the final four, the top four guys race there. Um, you don't have to win the race to win the championship. You just got the most points out of the four guys. I mean, if you win, obviously you get the championship. But So it's very important there. And also, you know, there's still um, owner's points. There's manufacturer points. There's a lot of other things going on besides just those four guys that day. Um, not saying it's fixed, but it's kind of funny how that last day, top six guys, usually those four racers in it still, but it kind of stays out of their way and lets them fight it out. Major League Baseball. First one, I got my soapbox here. Okay, this should be good. A lot we of activity had, here over the weekend. We haven't had a soapbox in a while. So here we go. They put this stat up. And the stat, these, these don't bother me. Teams with 110-plus wins that did not make the postseason. 06, it was the Cubs. They lost the World Series. Uh, 09, the Pirates won the World Series. 27, the Yankees won the World Series. In 54, the Guardians no, they were still the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> that bothers me when they go in the past. If they got to change their names, it is what it is. But in the past, they were still the Indians. Still put it down that way. Or write Cleveland down. Yeah. Guardians are not playing 54. No. Stop with that. Yeah. It needs to stop. I mean, let's just say, let's use this team for example. Jim Tomey. Or not Jim Tomey. That's a I, for Hall of Fame. Does it say Guardians on his hat? Because he played for the Indians, even though he never played there as yeah. a guardian. The commanders in Washington, if one of those Redskin players go in, is it going to say commanders on there? I'm just, I understand yeah, why you made the name change. That's another show for another day. But when you're listing history, don't change the names. Yeah, it's got to be, in this case, to simply use Cleveland. Just put Cleveland down. It's all you need to do. Cleveland and put AL for American League after it will be fine. Yeah. I, Whatever I would, I would that wouldn't bother me then. Fine, but don't do that. All right, here's the playoffs right now. Yankees and Cleveland are playing right now. Um, I do not have a score right now. Do you are you watching the game? No, okay, it was 3 2 Yanks when I came in here a little bit ago. But so here we go Phillies and San Diego. Whoever placed that bet at the beginning of the playoffs would be Phillies and San Diego and then LCS. He's not working Monday because he, I think, made good cake. He made I'd bank. Take, I'd take that awesome. day off and cash that in. And if Cleveland advances, okay, look at it this way. Say, let's let's hope Cleveland makes it. Three of the four teams in the finals were wild card teams. Okay. So did that week off hurt the Dodgers and Braves? Did the week off kind of affect the Yankees if they lose a series? Interesting. You know. And Houston had that 18 inning game last night. And they had to come from behind in game one. So Houston's sitting great. But Phillies and San Diego in the finals. Well, they're a they're a five and a six seed. Yep. Very, very yeah. The worst case possible scenario from the uh Las Vegas odds yeah. are facing each other in the postseason. 
here's the likely scenarios at the beginning of the playoffs for who would be in the World Series. Dodgers to beat the Astros, Dodgers to beat the Yankees. Astros to beat Dodgers, Astros to beat Braves. Yankees over Dodgers, Yankees over Braves. Braves over Yankees, Braves over Astros. Those were your top scenarios. Okay. Uh, as of right now, the Astros are the only team that might make that because the Yankees haven't clinched it yet. So as of right now, the higher risk ones were Dodgers over the Blue Jays, Astros over the Mets. That's Yankees, Yankees, Mets, Braves, Blue Jays. Only the Astros are involved still. Again, because the Yankees aren't in right now. So that's why I'm saying that. Wow. Here was the bottom four teams odds-wise when the playoffs started. Very well, three of the four could make it to the final four. And one of the four is going to be in the World Series between the Phillies <laughs> and Padres. One of the four will make the World Series. Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's that part on that. You now, know, the uh, Phillies – do have on their roster Brad Hand, the Chaska native. In fact, he got the win last night. Yes. Philly. He's pitching there uh, in the bullpen, so we'll have to what, keep an eye on him on uh, for the N- NLCS. And former New York Met, Noah Syndergaard at the Phillies still, too. Oh, yes, yes. He was there at the trade deadline, so. That's what I got, sir. Um, and they've got, you know, we still have uh, local – Local kid Chase Henches is uh, pitching in relief for the Guardians. We got former yep. uh, Twins pitcher Ryan Presley in the bullpen for Houston. You know, there's a lot of uh, players here still. Still, some recognizable names here as we get to the Final Four. And uh, as I've discussed with Pastor, he's the big Guardians fan. I uh, told him on behalf of the Mets, "You're welcome." So it's been the players they got in the door trade that have been coming up big for uh, for our friends in Cleveland. Yeah, and and Josh, you know Josh Hader, uh, after that trade, he kind of fell apart there in San Diego, but came back last night to get uh, a yep. save, a three strikeout save in the ninth. Yep, yep, a snapper mowing down inning, we call it. It wasn't immaculate though, right? No, no, it's a snapper. Now, down. what I've got here, Andy, is this. Back on college football, I forgot yep. to bring this up, but the Gophers have come into an agreement. Gopher football. Yes, I was going to bring this up. Yep. A home and home with Alabama Crimson Tide the year 2032 and 33, I think. Yep. But Alabama's done. They lost yesterday to Tennessee. They're washed up. There'll be nobody by then. It's interesting, though. Uh, I was talking with someone, and, and you know, that's, that's 10 years out, but that's how these schedules work in college football. You're yep. working – way so far in the future to get games like this, to get these games booked. Lots of money changing hands, uh, you know, to get a team like that up here and to get the Gophers, you know, imagine the tailgate crew heading down there to Clemson uh, Tide to, to watch a Gopher game, you know. Well, I remember it was about eight years ago, there was a, supposed to be a home-and-home home between Oregon and NDSU. But then that the first year of that, COVID hit, and that screwed everything up for the next couple of years for scheduling. Oh, that's right. That never happened. Um, now you say with this Bama and the Gophers, I'm not going to say I could read the future, but i safe bet Nick Saban's not going to be head coach in those games for Alabama in another 10 years when they come here. Yeah. And, the, and, and the financially, kids, I'm pretty sure P.J. Fleck won't be here either. 
and the kids playing in that game 10 years from now are probably in, in elementary school right now. Well, junior high, elementary school now, well, yeah. Junior high. So it's interesting here uh, that they plan this far in advance for those things. But <clears throat> that is correct. We will we, we'll be well into our 60s uh, when that rolls around here, Andy. Well, well, thanks a lot. Thanks. For thanks. We didn't need to bring that up. Yeah. Now, my question, my trivia question is this. Yes. The answer. Let's get to the answer. The question is, which pitcher in 1988 pitched Major League Baseball in the postseason through a shutout in both the championship series and a shutout in the World Series in 1988? I know this one. I figured. Bulldog. Bulldog Oral Hershiser. Yes. He was a beast that year. That was. A, during the season, he went 55. Was it 55 innings without a, a run or something like that, too? So he threw a shutout in both the championship series and the World Series. Now, the high school football you talked about, we've yep. completed the first how many weeks of the season? Six or seven? Yeah, this, this, this is uh, it's MEA this week, so this is the last week. So the last, we've seen the last Friday game now, well, of the yep. regular season. Now yep. everyone yep. plays their, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, their annual Thursday, Wednesday and Tuesday you know, games, and then yep. the postseason starts. Brackets should be announced, I think. If they're not out there already, they will be this week. And yep. then we'll get into that uh, – tournament next week i think they play tuesday and friday or saturday or something uh, the next now, this year remember because of the nfl the vikings playing that thanksgiving night game yeah prep bowls usually friday saturday after thanksgiving it's not this year there's another week yeah. they're giving them a week off so you let the playoffs go normal they're not pushing them a different let it go normal yeah. but the week after thanksgiving that first weekend december will be prep bowl so the prep bowl at U.S. Bank Stadium, the championship games will be after the the Thanksgiving weekend rather yes. than during it. Yes. And then they always play, I think, this, this, a bunch of semifinal games there as well. So that would be two weeks prior. Yep, the week before Thanksgiving and the week after the week after. And what else did I have here? The Twins. Okay, the Twins. Now, we have some updates on Carlos Correa. He came here for big bucks to sign with the Twins. Three-year deal with an option to opt out after year one or the option to opt out after year two. He made it a public uh, uh, the other day in the newspaper. Um, so I don't know if it, the papers are signed yet with the Twins, but he did say he's going to opt out. He's going to opt out. He left free agency. Now, <clears throat> it did leave the Twins with an article in today's paper saying, Derek Falvey and, and Thad Levine are going to be going over, working out some numbers for negotiations to try to get Correa on board. Now, opinion, now once again, it's the Dan Soapbox. There's, yes. nothing, there's nothing to negotiate. Now, once he opts out officially and goes into free agency, those teams are going to be paying big bucks to get him on. The Twins, I don't feel, should be in that mix. Regardless, no. They, no. They, they paid the big bucks. They emptied their pockets to get him here. He had three years to play here. He says he loves it. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But he made the comment that I've got to think long-term. I've got to provide for my family. I've got to provide for my son. You just signed a $5 million deal last year to come here. You are providing for your wife, your family, your son. You are providing. You just signed a big contract deal. Now, I know he wants something in the $300 millions. That's fine. Maybe he does. But he signed a big deal to come here. And now he's opting out. Why are the twins even negotiating? What are they negotiating? They're not, God, I hope they're not going to be in the free agent market, the bidding to get him back. 
I, I doubt they're I doubt the only reason I'd say is a sign and trade. They get if someone else hey, if we sign them to X number of dollars, we'll trade them to you for player X, but we'll still pay 10% of that salary or 20% gotcha. of that salary. So it could be something so like that. That might be something where wink wink, we got to deal with so and so already. We'll sign and trade you. That's that'd be the reason I could suggest or think because yeah. and that you, you, you said words you can't put the to- the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. He said it. He has one beer. He wants to go say bye. So um, on on my soapbox, yes, I wouldn't I wouldn't give him the time of day. He elected to opt out, which was his yep. option. I wouldn't give him uh, any any consideration to negotiate anything long term. You had your chance. You did all the legwork to get him here in the first place. Yep. Now. So I think I still think part of me is is that he's speaking through his, uh, you know, his through his agent. Is it Scott yeah. Borios? Uh, Scott, Scott yeah. So he's speaking through his agent with all these innuendos and and tongue in cheek comments as far as going here, going there, what he wants to do. But you know the the Yankees, uh, someone will sign him big time, and and that's fine. The question is, <clears throat> are the Twins left without a shortstop now? We have so many good ones in the minors. Maybe not. There. We've got. Our top We're, prospects are usually are mostly all shortstops that are coming up. Yep. Now, so we've got issues, but we've needed him for this season. We got him for this season. Now, if he doesn't want to come back in years two and three, so be it. But we should not have any business even negotiating with the guy, uh, spending any time wasted, even going after him and getting out the checkbook to keep him here long term. We've got our shortstops in place for the future. We need to be spending our time on so many other things that are going on. So that's it. But he did elect he's going to opt out and not come back. That That's fine. Um, and he said publicly, that's I think that's the right decision. It was an easy decision. Um, but I don't I don't get all the commentary that the twins need to be digging deep to really make this happen. Uh, I wouldn't touch him with the 10 foot pole. Now, nope. going for we got other fires to be putting out, not not a Carlos Correa nonstop drama in the offseason. Uh, yep. But one thing I was mentioning someone today too, um, Mr. DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom. We go out on, on a limb here. This is not, I don't want to see Jake go here. I would like to see him stay with the Mets. But I would like this piece fit in. Really? Jacob DeGrom to the Seattle Mariners. They signed Robbie Ray, the Cy Young winner from two years ago. Signed him, and the Mariners got a nice young team. You get someone like DeGrom in there to really shrub that pitching. You show that you're serious. You open the checkbook to those young kids. And don't get studs like you had before, like A-Rod and Johnson, and watch them walk away. Yeah. Don't that let these rookies put their rookie contract and go. Sign them all. Be the team for a And they just got rid of, you know, Corey Seager just left. Uh, yep. Went to the Rangers on a big deal. Yep. And uh, I wasn't expecting Seattle to be in the mix, but they are. And that'd be a good – a good signing for them. Now, NFL football, we we didn't touch on this, but the Vikings won today, Andy. The Packers wow. lost again. And the Giants won. The Giants, the Jets. Come from behind. So Come from behind beat the Ravens, the Jets. The Steelers beat the Bucks. The lo- lots of uh, – it's getting uh, you know, I, interesting, I read, interesting. I read about this in the Book of Revelations, Dan. I think the world's coming to an end. 
lot of strange things happening. Yeah, but the NFL, the NFL world is is one to follow. There's a lot of things going on there. I think the Jets first time they won uh, strung together three straight road victories in, in many many yeah. years. It was the first time the Vikes have won four in a row in a while. They said okay. too. Now and here's another thing, a, a, a soapbox part two. I want to get on a little bit. Talk about the NFL. How Major League Baseball playoffs are going on, and the NFL is still a hot topic point. Because we look at the Major League Baseball playoffs right now. The American League stuff's on TBS. Half of the National League stuff's on Fox Sports 1. That's cable. People don't get those channels. With the exception of the Thursday night games and Monday night games, most of the NFL stuff's on regular TV for you to watch all the time. Yes. So, therefore, of course, more people are going to be interested in it. Yep. NBA's got mostly all cable now. And it shows on all cable. Therefore, the fans have gone down a little bit. Baseball. Mostly all cable. A few games on regular Fox 9 here in Twin Cities for the playoffs. But the American League stuff's all on TBS or TNT. They got two games. Or Fox Sports 1. A lot of people don't get those channels. I think that might be hurting Major League Baseball's popularity. Yes, I know TBS is basic cable, but some people don't have cable. A lot of folks nowadays don't have cable. These young kids have just their Netflix and their Hulus and that's it. So they're not going to see these games. Correct. So that's who you got to get the deal with, Major League Baseball, is with Netflix or Hulu to also have your playoff games on there. Have a couple games a week on there to keep the young kids involved watching. It's true. Uh, that's all I've Bonus got here. For you. Anything else, uh, Andy, for sports that you can think of? High school, college, pro? Uh, like I said, high school football playoffs coming up in a couple weeks. You know, this is their last week, then their sections start. So I'll follow your local teams there. And we'll have the same, a, same thing little, with volleyball and uh, soccer. Soccer are all wrapping up soon, so watch those. Tennis. Um, this falls in between both our sports and songs category this week. We have a special episode coming up. Uh, coming up here in the cities, I think, called Twin Cities Con. It's like a Comic-Con. Uh, a lot of voice actors from the cartoons are going to be there. A lot of professional wrestlers from the AEW are going to be there. Um some members from the TV show Power Rangers are going to be there, stuff like that. We're going to have a couple of the heads honchos of Comic-Con on the show Tuesday. We'll record that Tuesday night and get that out for you. And then we talk about – we're not going to have any of the celebrities from Comic-Con. I'll tell you that right now. And then we're going to do yeah. that. But it'll be a bonus a bonus it'll episode. It'll be a bonus episode doing up. So if you're in the Comic-Con stuff and all those sort of things, they'll be plugging their event coming up here. And we'll get that information out for you. We've been pushing it on our social media already, the event coming up. So if that's your thing, you got any questions for them about who you'd like to see, come let us know and we'll pass it on to them. Sure. Awesome. All right, everyone. Have a good week. See you. See you.